Uh, welcome to Caching in the Northwest. This is the only podcast from the birthplace of geocaching in the great Pacific Northwest and the only podcast for Geo Woodstock 20, 20 <laughs> Geo Woodstock 18 and 2020. That's a tough one for me to get out because we're missing 2019 altogether somehow. Do you want to just start over? <laughs> it, it is in metric, so. Oh, there we go. There we go. <laughs> Each week, we're going to talk about caches and cachers from here and all around the globe. So while you're seeing how long you can hold on to that lit M80, we'll be caching <laughs> in the Northwest. And you know, we can't do that until you, we bring in our Spokane spider monkey. Some say he has the best conversations with himself. And others say he puts the pow in Kung Pao chicken. All we know is he's called Land Monkey. Hello. <laughs> Hello good. there. Good to see you, my friend. I hope you had a wonderful weekend last weekend. Oh, it was very nice last weekend. Uh, I don't know if you know, but we went to the Tri-Cities and, you know, we earned a sculpture. I mean, it, yeah, this, I wouldn't even call that a coin. That this is, is not a coin. Geocoins Geo are dead. It's the age of geosculptures now. <laughs> it is indeed. And speaking of geosculptures, uh, we have... Lisa and JD, who are not geosculptures, but are geosculpturers. Hey guys, how are y'all? Good. We are good. well. We're good. delighted to see you guys. Uh, how often can I say that I've seen you twice in a week? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. yeah. I mean, this is awesome. Yeah. yeah. It was great to see you last weekend for sure. It was a lot of fun. We really enjoyed ourselves down there. Uh, we'll talk about it more in the after show. We went down with uh, with a group of friends from up here. Mm -hmm. And uh, my goodness, I ran into so many old friends down uh, at the Tri-Cities event. And it's awesome because it's mm -hmm. like when we come down there, it's like all these people we don't see. We maybe see them twice a year or so. Uh, there's a bunch of lackey friends. There's you guys. There's uh, obviously Jen and her crew. Um, a bunch mm -hmm. of different cashers from all over Washington State who I don't get to see until we all get together at something like that. I just love that aspect, that real social get-together aspect of that event. Plus, of course, great caches and dot, 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 dot. But a, a key part it really of it is a uh, family reunion. It really yeah. is. But yeah. a key part of it is, is, of course, everybody loves the creative geocoins that you get every <laughs> year. And this year was no exception I think people were blown away by what Chris was showing us. So uh, you guys had no small part in that. <laughs> just, just a little part. <laughs> yeah, that was, it was quite a proud project to bring this one to fruition. Um, it literally started with a napkin sketch one year ago um, and culminated in this 21 piece coin that comes with a tot. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, Trexer in the uh, in the chat says it's not often you get a screwdriver with your geocoin. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and it was needed. Yeah, it was needed. <laughs> yes, it was. Yeah. That's fantastic. And um, yeah, before we go any longer, uh, I am in the chat and said ha happy Independence Day, everybody. Of course. Yes. Happy Independence Day to Thank all you, you too. friends. Absolutely. Uh, well, th I appreciate you wishing me Independence Day, but we celebrated Canada Day a few days ago. So. I was just going <laughs> to so say Happy Canada late. Day for you, too. <laughs> yeah. uh, we're not actually independent of anything. We just celebrate our, our country. That's all. It's a birthday for you all, right? That's right. That is the <laughs> birthday of our uh, our confederation. Well, actually, not confederation. It came a lot later, but. It's also my brother's birthday, so ah, easy for well, me. For we were celebrating Lisa's brother's birthday. Yeah. We do yeah. that every year on July yeah. 1st. Appreciate that. Thanks. <laughs> wow, you've got a whole country to do that for you. That's, that's incredible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Pretty popular oh. guy. Yeah. That was uh, July 1st, 1867 for Canada Day. In case wow. you know. Really? 
Google is your friend. Your Google foo is strong, my friend. I, uh, I heard that, but I couldn't quite remember the day earlier. Yeah. There you go. Well done. Well or done. the year. I'm sorry. I remembered the day. Mm -hmm. Awesome. <laughs> well, tonight, as you can tell, we've got Lisa and JD on the show. We're going to talk about the Spocash Fun Geocoin Challenge. Challenge. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we're looking forward to that. But before we get in there, we've got a little bit of uh, early on in the show stuff we're going to share with you, loyal listeners. So. First of all, of course, a uh, quick reminder that we do appreciate the uh, support of our patrons who help to keep this podcast coming each and every weekend. Thanks to Landsharks, our corporate Denali sponsor. <laughs> and, you know, folks, if you want to if you want to know more, I, I'm, I'm done talking. If you want to know more about supporting the show, <laughs> click that Patreon link on the cashingnw.com, a website. And, you know, I started the show with talking problems. So JD and Lisa, you're going to have to carry it. Um, <laughs> Enjoy your show guys. <laughs> Words are hard. Yeah. But you know, there are some words that we really like to hear. And those words are in a geocaching log of the week. We like to call it a glow. So whether you wrote it or whether you read it, we want to hear about it because great logs simply make geocaching better. Send an email or a field recording. You can do that on your smartphone to feedback at cachingnw.com. You can call into 253-693-TFTC or use the voicemail tool right there on the website and show us how you glow. Hey, Chris. Now, this one, oh, Chris, do you mind if I read the glow tonight? Well, sure. Were you, yeah. Did you really have your heart set on it? It's just that it's from three hams, so I kind of I know. No, please, please go ahead. All right. So our uh, our glow tonight is from Three Hams in a Rose. Three Hams in a Rose found where I go cash Langley murals two or <laughs> II, depending upon how you choose to pronounce that. It was cash find number ten thousand milestone. Oh. He writes, took us six years, but here we are. Naively, I thought two thousand finds would be an insane accomplishment. Ha. Geocaching has taken us so many places we would never otherwise have been, and I've met so many people and made great friends, all because of using multi-million dollar satellites to find hidden Tupperware. Special shout out to the core members of Team Epic, Bry Lang, Land Monkeys, GeoNav Pros, GeoQuan, Mulder Clan, and Casemond, with whom I've made over 4,000 of those finds on countless hikes and numerous weekend wow. hashtag geocache road trips. <laughs> He says, he continues on, thanks for putting up with me and a huge thanks to my wife and kids who have tolerated my obsession and even helped find a fair number themselves. Finally, thanks to CO Highway Guy for this Where I Go Cash. Nice to be back in this area enjoying the murals. Finally located after some head scratching, gets a fave point, TFTC. Nice. <laughs> there you go. Good work. Ooh, that's a lot, 10,000. 10,000. That's a big milestone. That is a that is a celebratory occasion to be sure. <laughs> Without a doubt. So congrats, three hams in a rows on your 10,000 milestone and your soon pending 11,000 milestone. <laughs> I'm sure he's nearly there already. I can vouch for the fact that he's nearly there already. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> oh, well. Tonight, we are going to talk about the Spokash Fun Geocoin challenge. Now, use the hashtag fun if you want to ask any questions. Of course, you can use the hashtag fatas right there in the live chat to add anything to the after show. Now, Land Monkey, we do have some news. Ooh, I you like know, news. Don't we? And we've been hearing about this for a little bit of time, and I finally found an article that tells us what's going on, but there's going to be a geo tour celebrating Smokey Bear's anniversary. Do you know how old Smokey Bear is? He's just barely older than I am. He, oh, uh, barely older than you are. So first of all, like the pun. Yeah, yeah, barely. So he's he's as old as dirt? Close to it, 75. Ah, yeah. Yeah, there's some dirt that's not quite as old as me. Okay. <laughs> well, no, they're not making dirt anymore. Uh, they, they stopped? What are we they stopped making dirt <laughs> Dirt is it's starting to increase in value. I can oh, tell you that much then. Yeah, look at it. Try to buy dirt in a city. There's a dirt now shortage. Compared to when it was 75 years ago, dirt's more expensive. 
right. So you were saying. <laughs> I'm saying Smokey Bear is turning 75 and the Virginia Department of Forestry is going to celebrate with state forestry agents in six other states. They're going to be working with sister agencies in Ohio, Pennsylvania, West Virginia, Maryland, Delaware, and New Jersey, the states that make up the Mid-Atlantic Forest Fire Compact. Never knew there was such a thing. So as opposed to the large mid-Atlantic forest fire, this right. is the compact one? Well, I mean, have you been to New Jersey and Delaware and Maryland? They're very compact. Are they, I have I have been to a little bit of West Virginia. I've been to Ohio because I went to the, mm-hmm. a little event that was there a couple of years ago. Uh, <laughs> Ohio, Pennsylvania, they're not compact. No, they're not. And Pennsylvania is the one that has the um, Allegheny National Forest. That's sure. New York. Well, yeah. Hmm? It, it, it's in... Is it in New York? Yeah, the I know the event is in New York. Oh, the Allegheny State yeah. Park event. That's so, but I imagine you're right. Yes, the Allegheny's, Allegheny's are probably along. both. Yeah. yeah. It's a state park. I thought it was national. Okay. I believe there is a national. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. Well, that's, we've just used up all of my knowledge of that part of the U.S. <laughs> Me too. So we're going we're gonna to throw it back to Chris for the rest of the story. I, I grew up in Ohio. I can tell you a thing or two. Lisa has something to show us in Ohio. Can, can I show you guys something? Because we know we know just a little bit about this geotour. What? How? <gasps> Ooh. <laughs> show it again and speak because you weren't, the camera wasn't focused on you. Oh, okay. Sorry. So it's a geotour, an official geotour. And geotour shaped coin. Yes. There is a coin. Yes. For, I don't know the exact rules. I read a little bit about it today. They just talked about awards. So I don't know exactly how many of the caches you need to find to earn the geotour coin, but um, it's been a wonderful organization to work with. Absolutely. Yeah. Nice. Well, as Look at Lisa, you know, I enjoy forest fire lookouts. So there was a, a big tie-in for me with Smokey Bear. Ah, that makes total sense. Very yeah. cool. Well, they're going to be launching the Smokey Bear 25th anniversary geotour. You just saw the coin first release right here on Caching in the Northwest <laughs> on July 7th. So that's just around the corner. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. For this game, there'll be 75 geocaches hidden across all seven states. Mm-hmm. Wow. One for each year during which Smokey has reminded people about preventing what wildfires. 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 (laughs) See, we all know what for what Smokey does. Uh, There is the geocaches are located in state forests, which are also having an anniversary of 100 years. Uh, Oh. Here you go. Should any participant find at least six of the geocaches in any state, there will be a special reward available. And there are additional collectible rewards for finding at least 25 of them along the trail while supplies last. Yeah. Very cool. Nice. I would imagine that's probably the coin for finding 25 of them while supplies last. I don't know for sure. I don't know. I, I would think you'd need all 75 for such a <laughs> coin. <laughs> it, it sounded like they didn't think folks were going to be finishing this year, but Oh, absolutely. They will. Um, well, 75 yeah. caches across seven states. That's going to be a lot of driving. Yeah, but they're small states. Yeah, it's back that's east. That's the other thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, when like you're driving across California, Oregon, and Washington. Okay. Yeah, no, nothing like that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. when, when Washington did the um, anniversary of the state parks, there were 100 caches in 100 state parks. Mm-hmm. People did that. No, no problem. Yeah, I think the first finishers that got all 100 were in one week. Mm-hmm. Yes, newlyweds. It was their honeymoon. They're <laughs> uh, still married. They're still married. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's the question, isn't it? Oh, uh, yeah, love. <laughs> rough crowd. Okay. Yeah. We're all old and jaded. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, JD, your wife's sitting right beside you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> And arthritic, too. Remember that. Be careful with him. Um, Breiling learned something new. He didn't know the origin of Lookout Lisa. Ah. Oh, yeah. Forest fire lookouts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There you go. So, I mean, we're going to have to flog this episode with all these firsts and breaking news and information. Uh, That's that's awesome. All right. (laughs) 
I mean, we were going to share this, share the story about the GeoTour because that's kind of cool. I hadn't heard about it yet. And then to find out you've got the coin already in your hand and you're able to show us a sneak peek. That's amazing, Lisa. Thank you. Hmm. Sure. It, it was a sample. So, yeah, we did the coins for them. Very, very oh, cool. Great. Yeah. All right. Um, so, yeah, so that's what we've got going on there for news. We don't have any late breaking Geo Woodstock news this week, but, you know, tune in every week because you never know when there's going to be some new stuff coming out. We're working hard in the background, getting things ready. It's Geo Woodstock 18 in 2020. That's correct. Thank you. Well done. <laughs> you 19 will attend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There's your 19. Uh, <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, that's our news. And uh, we want to we want to now flip things over to focus on our guests of honor tonight. Um, so now we know where Lisa's caching name comes from. Uh, but uh, maybe you guys can share with us a little bit about uh, your caching background and uh, a little bit about, you know, what you do with respect to geocaching. Sure. You want to start, Hans? Oh, yeah, I started uh, geocaching in 2007. Um, I work for a company that has manufacturing plant in Juarez, Mexico, and I was scheduled to go down. And back at in those days, we could actually drive across the border and and, and go to the plant and whatnot. And, and one, of them, one of the guys asked me, well, who's driving? I told him who's driving. And he said, oh, do you, do you have a deep GPS? I said, well, no. So I ran to Walmart and got a blue E-Trax, which was was awesome. I could see how fast we were flying to, to El Paso, Texas, and cross over the border. And now there's no roads, nothing. It was totally useless. <laughs> <laughs> so when I got back from the trip, uh, one of my friends had been talking about geocaching and I thought, well, lunchtime, I'll, I'll go do this. You know, I spent a good $75 on this GPS. I'm going to use it. And I uh, found one that was close by and, and I didn't know about the arrow yet. I'm just following the feet, counting it down. And it said zero. And I looked down and I'm standing on the cash. <laughs> I said, well, this game's easy. <laughs> and, and that's so, that's a, that's how I got started. My my first uh, time working with Lisa was at the uh, first Quad City cash machine where it ended up uh, at a little one of those drive-in burger joints, yeah. and and she'd set up her tent and booth and and uh, I said, hey, I'll, I'll come help you, and she she said, sure. So I step in the booth and I say, hey, everybody, fifty percent off, boom. I was kicked out. <laughs> yeah, it's been all uphill ever since. Yeah. <laughs> really, really low. Yeah. Yes. Go up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Great first impression. <laughs> yeah, that was like what, two thousand nine, something like that. <laughs> uh, something like that. Yeah. I'm not even sure. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> so Lisa, Lisa, how about you? Yeah. Yeah, well, I started caching in 2002, actually. Um, I had bought a GPS for my father to help him out hunting. Um, one time, I think it was probably about turn of the century, <laughs> he got uh, lost in a whiteout in the Palouse Hills. Oh. Um, yeah, you know, parked the car, was out hunting, and then a whiteout, big snowstorm came in, and he had a hard time finding his way back to the car. He finally did, but I thought, well, gee, a, a GPS would be helpful. He could mark the waypoint and then find his way back. And a little bit after that, I saw an article about geocaching in our local newspaper. I thought, huh, I should check this out. So I did, and it was um, Labor Day weekend, which is the end of August here, and um, learned how to use my GPS. I bought the Etrex Venture, the green one. Again, no maps. And I uh, found my first 500 caches with that. And then in 2005, when I'd finished um, at university with my master's degree, I thought, well, you know, I'd like to go start a business. And I thought about starting one with geocaching. So um, my first product was actually Dr. B's cache repair kit because folks talked about what they had in their cache bag to, to do maintenance on geocaches. And at that point, it was really like a first aid kit for Tupperware. Um, but it, we're now in our third iteration of the cash repair kit, and it's more of, of a maintenance kit that you would carry with you if you need to do maintenance on caches because 
caching has really changed over the years. So yeah, so that, that's, that's my history. Very cool. Um, I saw a comment from Keepers of the Cash Flow in the chat there, Lisa. Yeah. Saying, I have a book you may like. My great grandfather wrote a book about his time working in fire lookouts in Alberta. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, I would love to hear more about that book. There you go. You guys will have to connect offline. And mm -hmm. Yeah. We don't have the chat fired up. We'll have to get that connected so we can connect. All right. Well, I'm pretty sure keepers of the cash flow can figure out how to connect with you. Lisa. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Send us the information. <laughs> not entirely hidden on the internet. I'll just yeah. tell you that right now. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I guess I'm not <laughs> No, I love forest fire lookouts. I have quite a few caches at them in North mm -hmm. Idaho and I own the um, Idaho forest fire lookout challenge as well. Cool. Very cool. Yeah. Chris, do you want to <laughs> pick things up from here? Love to. Now, um, We've heard that the next Spokane Geocoin Challenge is coming up very, very soon. Could you tell really? us a little bit about it and maybe when it starts? Yeah, tomorrow. <laughs> oh, very soon. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So our kickoff event is um, a scavenger hunt that we're doing. Um, we're setting up just in a, in a park just outside of a local farmer's market in Spokane Valley. Now, it's not just your typical farmer's market. They've got music food trucks, beer garden. Um, you know, it's going to be, we, we've attended a couple of nights. Yeah. It's every Friday now. This is their first summer, but they're off to a, a great bang. So that's our kickoff. And then Saturday morning is when the act, all of the caches will publish um, during our, our morning kickoff. And so our theme this year is fun. It's fantastic, unbelievable nonsense. <laughs> Seems like an appropriate acronym. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, we our last uh, four, uh, four or so geotours, geocoin challenges have all been very fact based, and so historical. We're not. Uh, we weren't necessarily hamstrung, but if if somebody had a geocache where there was some history, well, we were pretty much toast. We had to do a puzzle or something to bring the attention to it, mm -hmm. and and so we decided we're just gonna. Um, have fun this time. Just where everything's made up and the points don't matter. So. <laughs> Unless the points are for your coin and then they do. No, the points don't matter. The points oh. don't matter. Keep oh. that in mind. Yep. All right. So, yep. okay. So this sounds like we're going to get into this a little bit more. All right. <laughs> yeah, I got that. Yeah. All right. So, um, you were mentioning some of the previous Geocoin challenges and, and prior to that, some geo tours that you guys had in Spokane. Laura and I have done a couple of them, really enjoyed it. We're looking forward to an opportunity to come back. Great. Fun. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like a lot of fun. Um, one of the things we really enjoyed is, JD, you were just sort of mentioning it, all the different places that mm -hmm. we would be taken to and some of the cool things we would see and learn about mm -hmm. Spokane and quite well outside of the city of Spokane. Right. So maybe tell us a little bit about the areas people will be visiting to find the caches for the fun geocoin challenge. Okay, so we wanted to actually uh, concentrate on one area of Spokane this this time that we didn't necessarily have a lot in the previous geotours or geocoin challenges, and uh, so we we stuck to the whimsical northwest side of Spokane. Mm -hmm. And so that's where the bulk of our uh, finds uh, or hides, hides. are. Mm -hmm. uh, there are none south of I-90. Oh, Everything's okay. north. Well, yeah. that's not quite true. Um, the one at the cave, which is like ah, 200 okay. feet south uh, of I-90. Yeah. yeah, there's that one. Yeah, okay, so I got an archive one here. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to be wrong. I'm going to yeah. archive the cache. Okay, yeah. got it. So a new gadget cache is publishing at the cache cave on Saturday morning. Yeah. Okay. Oh. So yeah. Yeah. So um, it's the end of the blue box. Yeah. That was sadly archived. Oh, yeah. Wow. We're looking for a new home for it. Looking we, for a new home for yeah. it. Um, we have some leads, but we're looking for a new home. But it's still, it's an awesome decoration and, uh, and yeah. a, and a conversation point for the people that come into the store. Yeah, it's still, we still have it. It's in the store, but yeah, it's mm -hmm. not an active cache anymore. Okay, cool. But yeah, so we're focusing mostly on um, basically I-90 and the Spokane River are our south and west borders. 
and then up Pines Road to um, Mead area. Yeah, the Mead area. Mead area, yeah. So it, it's a much smaller area geographically um, as opposed to last year where we really focused, you know, much broader east and west and south into the mm -hmm. more rural areas. Um, right. Yeah. And the, the fun part about this one was, you know, we could just find a fun place that we wanted to bring people to and then make up a story mm -hmm. <laughs> about why we would bring you there. So the, the really important part is as well is to read all of the cash descriptions because yep. they're very, very well written. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the it was intentional to be creative on the cash descriptions. Uh, they're interesting, colorful. Mm -hmm. Uh, the, you know how these, <clears throat> uh, challenges and, and tours go, you have your boilerplate Well, ours, the, the boilerplate is a little different on each one. So you need, you might want to read that, <laughs> uh, you know, it's, uh, focus again, back on the cash descriptions. Uh, we don't have a lot of, uh, gadgety type caches this time, but they're, for the most part, a creative, a creative container to go along with the story. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. Nice. Sounds like the cat agrees quite vigorously. Yeah. When did we get a cat? <laughs> yeah, <I don't> <laughs> you got to go close that screen door out front. They just keep coming. Yeah. <laughs> One day it's going to wow. be a raccoon. Yeah, we're just waiting for that. White cat. I don't remember yeah. that. <laughs> that, <one. laughs> that. That was Hilo, by the way. Yeah. So yeah, that's a that was our focus on this one. Mm -hmm. um, we, uh, as as with any any group that's doing a recurring thing like this, I, I, and Jen would concur. I I don't want to speak for her, but I bet you she would. Tri Cities, Jen. Yeah, yeah, you have your your core group of people, and then you have people come in and out each year. Mm -hmm. And and this year we had three gals come in that just crushed it. They killed everything <laughs> it was awesome yeah and so it was really fun to have yeah. some some fresh perspective they were newer cashers mm -hmm. um and you know they just came at it with some fresh eyes and very creative as well with everything that mm -hmm. they did and they were the ones that brought to us the coin design yeah concept as well that we were able to run with mm -hmm. and, and wow. make into a really cool coin a yeah. fun coin yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah overall we've had an awesome group of volunteers um, as any organizers know of putting on any sorts of events, um, it, it's the volunteers that, that make it happen. Um, and we've had a, a definite core group that stuck with us all these years. Mm -hmm. And then um, other folks that have ebbed and flowed as, as you know, as, as they can, as they can, yeah. you know, as life comes and goes and gives them a little bit of margin to be able to help out more or, you know, mm -hmm. just sit back and then just come and do it as well. So Perfect. You answered a question in the chat from MC three cats. Wanted to know, did you do this all by yourself or was there a team of folks who helped? You? Oh, heck no. Yeah. There's about 18 of us this year right. um, that put all of this together. So mm -hmm. yeah. And we've got a, we use um, online um, project software, project management software to mm -hmm. help manage everything um, and keep us all on track with deadlines and tasks and, and um, that sort of thing. So nice. It, mm -hmm. it takes a village. <laughs> yeah. And thank you for putting the cat there in the video because cat videos do so well on YouTube. <laughs> oh, yeah, awesome. You're right. <laughs> now, if we could just get him to run into a window or something. <laughs> oh, that uh, one would do it. Oh, it will go viral. Yeah, that one's not too bright, that cat. <laughs> yeah. Well, guys, this is a GeoCoin challenge. So yeah. we're interested in hearing about the geocoins. What can you tell us about the design? You, I think you mentioned it a little bit. You got this on a, wait, was yeah. this one on a napkin? No, this one was on a paper this plate. One, this one was on this paper plate. Paper plate was literally how we got the concept. And I'll see, this was, this is the main concept. How is that coming in? Uh, that looks good. Yeah. So we have the red wagon hauling all of the iconic architecture of Spokane around. <laughs> Yeah, we've got the milk bottle, the garbage eating goat, clock tower. the clock tower, um, the steam, steam plant, plant the garland, garland sign. Yeah, garland sign, lilacs, of course. And then the flip side is the fun side. It's so much fun right there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's bedazzled, very sparkly. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> just like your jean jacket from the 80s. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Now, JD was wearing that last week. Yes, I was. Yeah. And there, there's two versions there's a gold version and a silver version. Okay. So um, once you've earned, you know, filled out, completed your passport, then you can choose which one you prefer. And if you wanted to purchase the other one, you could. Um, after you've earned one, but they're not available for purchase until you've actually earned one as well. Mm -hmm. How many will be available? We have a hundred and hundred and fifty currently. And seventy-five of each. Yeah, seventy-five each. Mm -hmm. uh, we may mint more. Uh, we had to mint more um, star coins, yeah. and those were still available as well. The star mm -hmm. challenge is still active. Oh. And we have a lot of folks this week that have been completing it. I've handed out um, a good handful of coins, folks coming by the caves, turning them in. Mm -hmm. So if you haven't done the star challenge, you can actually get two or coins. Or you need to finish up the star or challenge. Or finish it up, absolutely. Mm -hmm. you, that'll still be available as well this weekend. Very cool. Yeah. Cool. So um, let's learn a little bit more about the caches themselves. Maybe you can share with us a little bit mm -hmm. about what types of caches. Are they like gadgets or puzzles? There's been varieties in previous years. Um, what, what should we be expecting to find? Maybe how many do we need to find when we come out to do this? Yeah, I think it's 34. Yeah, so oh. 34. We mm -hmm. have 38 proper and then a bonus cache which is based off the, not the coin this time, but uh, based off all the other write-ups is where you get your clues to, to find the, find the uh, bonus cash. Mm -hmm. uh, is, it, are these the, is this the descriptions you say we should keep reading? Yes. Oh, so there is yes. a reason to Spoiler read. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yep. Exactly. So we have a, we have a lot of traditional caches, mm -hmm. uh, a couple of mystery puzzle caches, and one or two multis mm -hmm. as well. Okay. Uh, All nope. the puzzles are solvable on site. Oh, like field puzzles. Yeah, basically, yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, yeah, nothing too difficult with mm -hmm. the with the with the multis or or the puzzles. We want people to find it. Yeah. Hmm? yeah. We do. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Oh no, we changed. No, we don't want it. Make it hard. But uh, it's, that was uh, the first year. Yeah, that was the first year. But so uh, a lot of traditional. So the fun is going to be not only in the container, which again not gadgety, but but a fun container. Mm -hmm. uh, very few lock and locks under a tree covered by pine needles. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But but in the descriptions, like, uh, if you don't mind, I'll read one for you. Sure, go for it. Um, this one is called um, Spokane Wins the Derby. And this is actually a true story, okay? So uh, we couldn't make this up even if we wanted to. The year was 1889. The year Washington became a state. Uh, co coincidence that a horse to win the Kentucky Derby that year was named Spokane. Well, we don't think so, even though the horse was trained in Billings, Montana. Once word got out, by whatever method word got out in 1889, that the horse called Spokane was favorite to win, the entire town wasn't a city yet, as Spokane made arrangements to travel to and witness that Kentucky Derby. It was like the Oregon Trail in reverse. Only 80% of the Spokane populace made it to the event. The other 20 died of dysentery on the trip. <laughs> <laughs> our horse, our horse, our horse won, and the Spokane citizens returned. Unfortunately, twenty percent of them died in dysentery on the way back. That's why, to this day, Seattle is bigger than Spokane. True story. <laughs> you know, I remember. Otherwise, it could have totally gone the other way. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they're just goofball stories like like that. We've got uh, we got one where. Uh, uh, we've discovered one of Paul Bunyan's drinking cups. Uh, and that one's uh, our beta testers are waiting the instant for it to go live to give it favorite points because ah, yeah, they can't but, do it now. Yeah, <laughs> they're, gonna say they're waiting They're waiting until the, the challenge, Geocoin challenge is over so they can use it and go to the pub. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, have a big drink. Yeah, so... <laughs> So, uh, the, you know, the fun is in the story. And Oops. there goes the other cat. Oh, <laughs> good catch. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse us a second. There we go. Okay. 
wrangling cats. Yeah. I tell you. There you go. Yes. <laughs> There's, mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that are like wrangling cats. <laughs> yeah. Early podcasting is one of them. Yeah. <laughs> and then so each write-up we have uh, in, in the bottom boilerplate, we have an attempt at humor. Uh, truth be told, it was me attempting this humor. So maybe one of them's funny. Uh, but And then we have a cashier, a world-famous cashier that you need to be on the lookout for while you're out there doing Because if you see them, Give yourself five thousand points, uh, or or if you are that world famous cashier, give yourself five thousand points. Mm-hmm. And then uh, look in the mirror, you get another five thousand, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, yeah. and, and we leave a little space on the on the passport for you to total up all your points, and and then each hide, you know, it's a crew of us, so we want to. Uh, acknowledge the person who hid it. So we we say this hide was hidden by the, you know, a, a unique adjective, and then and then the uh, uh, hider. Gotcha. Well, these are the type of things you need to know to solve the bonus puzzle. Ah, okay. Yeah. So all the info is in the cash pages somewhere. Yeah. Yep. That's and awesome. and to be fair, thirty eight caches. Not every last one of them contains a clue to the pup, you know, but that would be silly. Yeah. It would be silly to tell you which ones did, but. (laughs) Fair enough. enough. But check out the puzzle and check it out closely. Okay. (laughs) You you pretty much can't do much more other than give the answer at this point. So I think think you've been quite generous. So guys, you guys have done a number of geocoin challenges and I'm curious if there's things that you've learned from your experience that you'd be willing to share with our listeners if maybe they're considering doing a geocoin challenge. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's actually a lot that we've learned over the, the years mm-hmm. and we've mentored a lot of folks um, that have been putting on, you know, new geo chores, geo challenges, uh, even including the um, Smoky Bear. Um, I've had some long phone conversations with um, their main person, um, and you know, giving him some ideas and guidance and such. And I guess my number one tip really would be to think about, you know, when you want to launch, and you know, what's the best time of year for your your area that you want to bring people to. And, and then work backwards from there. Um, there. There's lots of things that have to be in place and you need time to do all of that. Um, and, and so in, in thinking about all of this, this last spring, um, I've been putting together an outline of a class actually on how to plan to put on a geo tour or geo trail or geo challenge. Um, so be on the lookout for that. That's gonna be a freebie that we're going to be offering out there, um, you know, what you need to know and to be thinking about to do that and then that will lead into an actual much more in-depth course on how to plan, launch, and nurture a GeoTour or a GeoTrail or GeoChallenge. So that, cool. that's coming soon. Yeah, there's oh, that. Cool. And uh, uh, what we did this year to, to mix it up is uh, the, of the core people, the core people tended to have the same duties each tour yeah. or challenge. Every year. Uh, this, this person did the did the write ups and submitting, and and this person uh, did the coin. This person did, uh, you know, the the GSAC, uh, mm-hmm. GSAC work, and and so we like cross training. Okay, let's let's somebody else do something else, and then okay, well I'll do, I will do the write ups and submitting, and we have. Uh, honed a spreadsheet mm-hmm. that that you can use as a tracker. You know, the idea, yes. It's written up, yes. Hidden, no. Reviewed, no. Proofread, no. And, and as it, things happen, that those checklists change. Yeah, uh, and we, it's a Google Doc, so it's shareable and, and viewable by everybody in our team. Right. And, mm-hmm. and that template, um, we're going to be um, sharing a template 
um, within our course mm -hmm. for for other folks that are planning to put one of these on. So it's it's been invaluable. And, mm -hmm. and every year we add to it. We're like, oh wait, we need one more column. <laughs> you know, has this been beta tested or mm -hmm. you know yes no? Um, and, and so it's a fantastic document to help keep all of us on track um, for planning one of these things. Yeah, mm -hmm. cool. And mm -hmm. so yeah, it's a. Uh, uh, People who did different duties learned a lot, uh, a lot of different things. Um, yeah. You know, things that we don't, especially the newbies, didn't take into account. When you when you do a, a submission, you need to then uh, describe your hide. Do a reviewer note, describe the hide, uh -huh. the container and the conditions. And then we'd have to remind them and also make sure that you say it contains a logbook. Because if you don't, it gets kicked back. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, it's interesting, you know, when you're just hiding one off caches, um, it, it's a very different sort of process working with a reviewer to hide that cache and get it submitted and reviewed and all of that, as opposed to an entire grouping of caches that you need published at a certain time. Um, it, it's a higher level of um, hoops that you have to jump through, really. Um, to um, make it all happen. And so, yeah, it was surprising for our newer cashers, but they are on fire and <laughs> they've hidden a lot of their own yeah. new personal caches as well nice. since we've been able to mm -hmm. mentor them through how to hide a cache. Awesome. Mm -hmm. that, that's interesting because you don't think about that. You think, well, it's just like me hiding a cache, but multiplied times 38. So obviously it's very simple. I just have to <laughs> oh, and by the way, I want them all launched at this particular minute. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's interesting working with the reviewer. Mm -hmm. um, we only had one geocache that was uh, questioned greatly. And that was our, our night cache that's involved as part of the Friday night kickoff. But mm -hmm. it, but through a series of email conversations and uh, legal interpretations of the guidelines and pleading the fifth and things of that, <laughs> we, it finally came to everybody agreed this is good and, and now it, it's ready to go. Right. Uh, previous tours, we've had multiples, you know, five, seven of them that we were doing this drill with. Yeah. And so we learned over time how to present. If we're hiding where permission is needed in your write-up description explicitly say permission has been granted and then in your reviewer note name names who gave wow. the permission and it went yeah those went first try yeah yeah you've got to give a name their title and uh contact information mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. you've got to be sure to to get that from from folks if you're hiding on anybody's property mm -hmm. Right, and, including city property or, or what have you, public property, yeah. but whoever manages it. And and then the other tip is just try not to lose track of the details. And so we'll see what happens this coin challenge. But last year, it, it was sort of funny, is we're going, we're meeting one night and we're wrapping up with our, our reviewer notes. What are the cash uh, hide description, things like that. And And one of the guys wasn't there to tell us what his hide was like. And we said, okay, well, just say it's a lock and lock under a tree covered by, by pine needles, and then we'll circle around. And once we hear from him, update it to what it really is. And we call that fixing it in post. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, you guys may know about that. And, uh, yeah, we do, yeah. So we forgot. And oh, no. about three weeks after the tour launch, I get an email from our reviewer. It says, hey, I was in town and I did this cache and you know, it wasn't a lock and lock under a tree. <laughs> Covered by pine needles. <laughs> and, uh, so, so I had to write him back. says, you're going to laugh. <laughs> but yeah, we just completely biffed it. And yeah, so don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Nice. Now, you guys have said it's 38 caches. Mm -hmm. uh, how long should this take to complete? Should people plan to stay a night, a weekend, you know, move in next door? I think they should plan to stay the weekend, but it'll take them about seven to eight hours to complete. Yeah. 
their mileage may vary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of things to do in Spokane as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't have a lot of extensive road construction this year, but there is there's some. some. Yeah. So that always slows folks down. I know last year we had, there was a lot of construction downtown and that's where our virtuals, we had two virtual rewards as a part of our challenge last year. Um, yeah. Yeah. But our beta testers, they did it in um, six hours, but they also knew had a little more advanced information. So we're, we're going to say probably around eight hours. It, it, we plan these to be doable in a day, much like Tri-Cities. Challenge you, accepted. You, okay. Yeah. If you work hard, <laughs> you can get it done in a day. And um, we're having a, Got it. Yeah. Yeah. And we're having um, an ice cream social back at the cave all afternoon from three to seven. So for folks to come and turn in their passports, if they the finished, fish, yeah. or if they haven't just show up and, and get some free ice cream. And then Sunday we're doing a CETO and we'll have coins available there as mm-hmm. well for both star and the fun. And then um, we plan to retreat back to the cash cave as well for probably a few hours in the afternoon for folks that are making a full weekend out of it and, and want to earn their coins. And leftover ice cream. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. yeah, yeah, and um, I'm not sure, if folks. Everybody knows from last year, we've moved to the next, the suite next door, so it, it's a larger space, um, much more comfortable. Yeah, brand new, recently rehabbed, new carpet, new doors, windows, paint, parking lots. Parking lot there. is done. We actually have a parking <laughs> lot this year. <laughs> yeah, and a really cool gadget cache out front mm-hmm. that we'll publish awesome. on Saturday. Very good. Yeah. Placed with yeah. permission. Yes. Full permission. <laughs> yeah. So next question we have for you guys. What? Mm-hmm. It sounds like there's a lot of fun involved in putting this together, but mm-hmm. what would you say was the most fun part of the whole process uh, of getting the fun Geo2 or GeoCoin challenge ready to go? Ready to go. Wow. Um, probably just our weekly meetings. Mm-hmm. Um, we meet, we start in wintertime actually and meet every two weeks. Oh, wow. As we start planning. Yeah. And then um, as time is getting closer, we actually meet every week. And it's just become a, a social event. People, you know, just, it's funny. We, we start at 6.30 and by 10 minutes to 6, I've got a store full of, yeah. of volunteers, you know, already, you know, they, they bring their dinner and, and, um, Sometimes we'll provide food as well mm-hmm. if it's a long working night. Um, we'll, we're ordering pizza for everybody or sandwiches. So for us, that's, that's, I think, for me, the fun part mm-hmm. for putting it on. The funnest part is when cashers finish and, and they, they come and, and bring their passports in. Right. Yeah. When they're all done and tell us about their adventures. Yeah. And uh, what stands out for me in this GeoCoin Challenge in particular is, is one that is called the ghost of Larry, Moe, and Curly. And uh, it, it is from one of our, our three uh, new participants, part of the Geo Trio. Yeah. And uh, so it, it it's a puzzle that you solve to get to the first coordinate, which then acts like a multi, gives you the next one and the next one. And, and it just wasn't working. People couldn't figure out what the puzzle is for. Uh, and so a group of us, you know, just worked on it that night and got some good bones on it. And, uh, oh. <laughs> and so cat, yeah, <laughs> ghost of cat. And yeah. so then we, uh, worked on it some more, uh, got the puzzle working, uh, got everything going and it just, it turned out well because now, you, you solve to find the the Larry coordinate. You go find him. He'll rat out Mo, and Mo rats out Curly. <laughs> and it worked out just. I thought it was. I thought it was very fun and yeah. very nice. And it's good teamwork. Yeah, yeah. and, and it, it's probably one of my favorite of of the whole. You know the whole tour. And like it was put together by a real wise guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And then I was I was shocked to learn that the Spokane International Museum of Art and Science has a Three Stooges wing. So, <laughs> who knew? <laughs> well, Three Stooges started out in Spokane. 
<laughs> I'm sure you've you found this in your research. Yeah, well, if you can make it there, you can make it anywhere, right? <laughs> <laughs> how do you how do you get to Spokane? Practice, practice, practice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and no dysentery. Oh, that's funny. Now, if people want to go to this, want to find out more, want to find out what they should do, where online can they go find this information? Um, two great places, actually three, but um, spokash.com. That's S-P-O-C-A-C-H-E.com. Um, whoops, hang on. Here, yeah. There we go. And then um, we have a Facebook page as well. And so just look for Spokash on Facebook. Uh, we were originally a Spokane Geotour. But now that we're not a geotour anymore, we've we switched mm -hmm. and and relaunched and rebranded as Spokash. And then of course cashadvance.com um, shares updates and such, since this is all sponsored through Cash Advance. Nice. I've put those addresses in the show notes. Excellent, or, thank you. And in the chat too. That's what I wanted to say. So there you go. You've got all those linked in the chat. If you're watching on YouTube, those things pop right up, click, and off you go. Cool. Wow. Thank you. Technology. Yeah. I know. It's cool, right? Yeah. When it works. If it doesn't work, it's cool as cat. It's 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 cool. Yeah. Well, we're trying with the cat part. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she is. Cat video. <laughs> well, JD and Lisa and, and the cat, thank you so much for joining <laughs> us this evening. We really do appreciate it. And, well, uh, thanks for having well, thanks us. Thanks for having us. You know, you guys just won't learn your lesson, so we'll keep showing up. <laughs> we'll keep going back. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have to look in the chat. Somebody said, "I can't." Um, boy, I can't find it now. Somebody said Lisa's a great uh, ambassador for geocaching. Oh, thanks. oh, I think that was. Uh, what was it? Oh, it's um, uh, GSM times two <laughs> and JD. Um, yeah. It was GSM times two. He said, thanks. Uh -oh. I was volunteering at the 4th of July show in the Ojai Valley Land Conservatory. He oh. says he's home and watching now. Nice show. Lisa is such a good spokesperson for geocaching. And right. and I'm going to add, and so is JD. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, we're a team. Yeah. <laughs> now, it, it's a fantastic sport, hobby, mm -hmm. addiction obsession um yeah lifestyle and all there you go. i like that one it's a lifestyle yeah, yeah. yeah. A lifestyle choice <laughs> great well jd and lisa thank you so much and folks thank you for tuning in we hope you enjoyed this episode of caching in the northwest now next week we are going to have rock chalk on the show to talk about mystery at the museum ah, nice okay and geocaching etiquette be nice out there, people. People, mm -hmm. other people are watching. Um, <laughs> July eighteenth, it's going to be episode three hundred and twelve. What everyone needs to know about footwear with Keats ninety four. That'll be that'll be interesting. We and that one is coming from a suggestion from mm -hmm. one of our listeners. I think it was Limax said uh, he would like to hear more about uh, buying and maintaining your hiking geocaching footwear. So. We reached out to Keats94, who uh, works in that industry, and said, can you help us out? And he was, he was uh, a nice enough guy. Yeah, can you help a brother out? And he was a nice enough guy to uh, <laughs> to say, yeah, he'll do that. So we're looking forward to that. And, of course, uh, it's always fun to have Rock Chalk on the show because, you know, I just don't get enough personal abuse as it is. So <laughs> definitely need to make it back. Mm -hmm. No, no, and he's, he's very good at that. Yeah, I know. He's working his gift <laughs> <laughs> awesome well i uh while i've got the microphone i also want to take a moment to thank land sharks our corporate denali level sponsor landsharks.ca is the outdoor adventure and geocaching store check them out online or hey go over to victoria visit them in person in victoria british columbia they're open six days a week except holidays and they ship online orders daily so there you go that's something you should definitely definitely do um we also want to thank all our faithful Denali level sport supporters, Land Sharks, JP's Geo Designs, Limax, who I just mentioned a moment ago, Team Squirrel, and WorldCaching.com. And if you want to know more about supporting the show, go on over, click that Patreon link somewhere on this website if you're watching the show live. And if you're not, well, go to cachingnw.com 
and you can't miss it. Patreon links right there. Just let us know. And then you know what? You will get the punishment of Chris and I reading your name. And if you're lucky, Jim will join in too when he's here. All right. So should we go for it, buddy? Let's do it. All right. First of all, Broncos fan for life. Sprouter. Camp Clan. Dick Magnet. Kev MacD. Subway Mark. Doramore. Kid Vegas 19. Hey, I know that guy. Hey, you missed <laughs> one. Dune Buddy. Then <laughs> <laughs> Kid Vegas 19. <laughs> hey, twice. Post. I got excited. Wino Seattle. Ackerdock. Billy Robson. Genius. <laughs> Anteus. Keats 94. Trexer Zero over there in the chat. MC3 Cats. Probably also in the chat. In the chat. Uh, Kennel Barb. M Nerf. Wet Coaster and Green Words. Sege Hove. Very nicely done. Alarobic. Keepers of the Cash Flow, who's in bed now. Yes. <laughs> Don't ask us why we know that. Why we know that. <laughs> <laughs> Just remember to you know turn your webcams off when you're done watching the show. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Highlands Guy. The Geo Travelers. Boomer 365. GSM times two. And Kitty Quest. <laughs> Love it. Nice. All well, right. Let's start with our guests. Until next week, uh, JD and Lisa, where can people find you online? I, th I think well, you might have mentioned something. I did mention some, um, quite a few places. So cash-advance.com, um, Cash Advance on Facebook and Twitter as well. Um, Compass Creek Designs, that's the company that we do all of our coin products through. So we're on Facebook and uh, web design. Yeah, that's a Compass <laughs> Creek design. Yeah, yeah. well, a product. we produced yeah. it, yes. And then um, Spokash.com on um, the internet and Facebook. Nice. I think that's it. What about you, Land Monkey? Where do people find you? Well, you know, you can find me at uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope. It's at LandMonkeyGC right there on the sign there. If I'm point yeah, now I'm pointing at it. Um, That's very good for audio. Yeah, I know, right? So <laughs> at LandMonkeyGC, Twitter, Instagram, Periscope. And uh, the website, LandMonkey.ca. And, of course, on YouTube, the videos, videos have paused momentarily while I've been a little busy with some Geo Woodstock stuff, but uh, planning to get back on it again shortly. And oh. you'll find me over on YouTube, L-A-N-M-O-N-K-E-Y, Land Monkey. So there you go. On YouTube. On YouTube, that's right. Chris, my friend, where do people find you? Oh, Twitter and Facebook, I'm cashing in W. Instagram, I'm cashing in the Northwest. You know what's better? No, what's better? Heading on over to cashingnw.com slash host. There you can read those bios and find every one of the links we just mentioned and a few secret ones that we don't tell anyone about. <laughs> it makes you want to go there, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Go there now. It's okay. <laughs> hey, folks, thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode of the Cashing in the Northwest. Don't forget that you can be part of the show. Call into 253-693-TFTC. Leave us a comment. Ask us a question. Offer to catch a bottle rocket any time of the day or night. And, of course, you can email us at feedback at cashingnw.com. Your support helps keep quality shows coming. So if you like this show, click the Patreon link on the cashingnw.com website and subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and more. Give us a thumbs up or a review. The show is produced by Chris Umfenauer, Jim Paulwitz, and Jay Kennedy. The show's licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 license, copyright 2019 by Chris Umfenauer. And folks, we ask you to stay tuned for the after show. <laughs> there he is. See, he's really here. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So we've already got a few after show. Yeah. I, sure. I hear booms out in the distance oh. here. So fireworks. So, so about the Patreon thing, I just want everybody to know if I can do it, you can do it. That's <laughs> how easy it is. So do it. <laughs> Thanks, JD. We appreciate that. JD, we're going to have you on each and every week. <laughs> <laughs> or we'll just play back that audio clip. Oh, yeah, there you go. If I can do it, you can do it. There you go. Ryling wants to know how many bottle rockets I have caught, and can we see all your fingers? Um, well, we got this hand here that's really good, and we don't talk about the other one. <laughs> like radar. <laughs> yeah, like radar. Nice. There's a little bit of TV trivia. Yeah. 
Oh my yeah. goodness, that is definitely good after show content. <laughs> <laughs> Happy to help. <laughs> oh, let's see. Keepers of the cash flow used the hashtag Fatas. That's for the nice. so. Uh our first path tag is up for trades, limited quantity number four 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 five zero, designed by SAS Cash. Very nice. Cool. That's uh I, I met Keepers of the Cash Flow, uh SAS Cash and the whole well, not the whole family, just the 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 parents. Uh the kids all had to stay home down in Texas. Oh. They came down there for uh Geo Woodstock 17. So that was kind of neat to, okay. to meet them in person, yeah. even though they're only one province over. But, you know, oh, as yeah. you said before, they're big states and provinces here in the West. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. There's some semi local cashers that we only ever see at Megas halfway across the country. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, don't you like live just the next town over? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We had uh, oh, another. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I said we had another hashtag Fatas from Keepers of the Cash Flow who are sharing a cool piece of news. They're hosting the hashtag US Geocaching Hour on Monday, the 8th of July. So mm. I went over and say hi on the Twitters. I, I every once in a while try and participate in that, even though it is usually at my dinner time. So, well, and it's, you know, it's another thing that's US only. So you're not allowed. Actually, well, Keepers of the Cash Flow are Canadian and they're hosting. So, neener, neener. That's true. Oh, I would, yeah. You weren't supposed to see that right away. <laughs> it, it's been too long. I've, I used to participate in that a little more actively, but yeah, it's time to pop in again. Yeah, it's fun. Mm-hmm. It's it good, goes really fast for me. It goes really, yeah, it goes really fast, but yeah. um, it's a great bunch of people interacting in a really constructive, positive way on the social internets. I mean, Absolutely. you can't ask for more than that. That doesn't happen yeah. that often. No. Yeah. 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 I usually respond by Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? It's seriously though, that's the beauty of it is that you can and you know respond a day later and it'll still come up in people's Twitter feeds. And it's like, oh mm-hmm. yeah, cool. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I use Hootsuite and um I have a column just for for that chat. That's a good idea. Yeah. So try to keep track of it as long as people use the hashtag. Yeah, that helps. Yeah. Yeah. I always forget. So <laughs> I know how easy it is to many forget. of us do, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And it's really a bummer when you write something really witty and then you forgot. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Copy Lost paste. The internet. Yeah. <laughs> or the internet. <laughs> Chris, do you have any more hashtag photography? We do. From Keats94. It says, uh, I'm on a bit of backlag editing my geocaching videos, but stay tuned for an episode from Okanagan Falls. Epic scenery in that part of British Columbia. Hi, another beautiful part of our province up here. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Wow. Cool. Um, we had a, a hashtag fatas from Highlands guy. I think this is probably uh, for our guest next week, but he says, uh, if I find the stolen jewels next week, do I have to return them to the museum? Souvenir or jewels, which is more valuable? So there you go. Hmm. I guess oh, we'll find out next week. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah, there, there's some interesting things on the uh, FAQ about that, about, you know, you have to find the clues in order, uh, you know. So I, I did some math, and it seems like the detective clue is one, geocache find. Okay. The um, evidence clues, there are three evidence clues and six geocache finds. So two evidence clues. Uh, two two geocache finds per evidence. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, and there are five jewels and fifteen geocache finds. So three geocache finds per jewel. Um, it'd be okay. So that's I'm not too bad. Working out the math in my head on that one. But then, is it like a puzzle once you have all those? Well, somehow you're going to find the combination for the vault in all that. Oh, so it's like playing Clue a bit. Yeah. Speaking hmm. of which, I've got to come down and do that new clue series in Tacoma sometime. That sounds like fun. Fantabulous. Hmm. You can do it easily in a day, even if you twist your ankle. Wow. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, no. yeah. The voice of experience. Yes. Yeah. Excellent. Well, I think um, I think we've just about run out. I've got. Uh, oh, speaking of Canadian content, we have a, uh, a land sharks comment in the chat saying we should have a Canadian takeover of the hashtag US Geocaching Hour. I think that's probably going to happen soon. <laughs> I have to call it the North American Geocaching Hour. 
Yeah, there we go. There you go. Very good. Remember, it's in metric, so an hour is what? An hour and it's 10 like minutes? Six or? days for us. Yeah. <laughs> no, it goes the other way. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Smarty pants. That oh. was good to see Helen and Chris this weekend. Yeah. yeah. So, hi. I only saw Chris. I never saw Helen. She didn't. Yeah, women hide from me. It's it's common. There's a long backstory there. I'm sure. Yeah. No, that was good. I I don't I don't think they had planned too far ahead about that. We had we had talked about the event and and I think it was their first time down. That's what they said. Yeah. To that particular event. Yeah. Oh no. I've been you know side by side with them at many different events over the years, but not lately. So yeah. and the Tri Cities in Victoria is, is almost identical. So yeah, same. why would you need to travel? Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Victoria is beautiful. I'm looking forward to getting back up mm-hmm. that way. Yeah. Well, you know, definitely uh when you come up to Abbotsford next uh next August, you can mm-hmm. make a little detour trip over the ferries and Absolutely. Yeah. I don't think you've been yet, have you? Where? Victoria? Well, not in a geocaching way. Oh, okay. Before geocaching. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I know. There was a life before geocaching. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Huh. I seem to remember something about that. (laughs) It certainly has changed since. Oh. We have to be careful. The people in the chat are starting to put things together. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, I twisted my ankle. You've twisted your knee. And Wits End needs to be careful. He's the only uninjured host. Left. Oh, no. As far as we know, we don't know how his evening went tonight. That's right. Yeah, where is he tonight? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> he is actually working tonight. Yes. He's a busy fellow. He is a busy fellow. Well, and uh, with that, uh, do we want to wrap up the show? I think we should. Folks, Thank you so much for watching tonight. We hope you're enjoying the 4th of July like we're going to go do right now. And until then, get out and get cashing Mm -hmm. in the Northwest.